Welcome to another episode of Just Talk With Gabe. I'm here, my sidekick is here. Here. And so is our guest. Let's get started. Who do we have today? Today we have PR agent Sherry Lee from GTKPR. Looking forward to hearing her advice. But before we get started, as always, we have to give a shout out to our awesome sponsors, Fade Life Clothing and BCK Online. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style. And BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on the lives of young entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. I'm glad they both joined us on our journey. Absolutely. All right, go grab your snack. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the show. We are glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gay. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for being on. I know our listeners want us to dive right in, so let's get into it. We've already given the audience a brief overview of who you are. So how did you get started in the industry? Well, um, my son actually got started in the industry. And it's kind of a long story. But uh, when when we were living in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, my son was about three. We, We all had a traumatic experience. We had a home invasion. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, and men broke into our house with guns, two guys did, and tied me and my husband up. And Grayson at the time was about three. Wow. Wow. And all I could think about at the time was him, you know, protecting him. So they had the wrong house. They were looking for someone else. And um, it was really hard for Grayson. And every time after that, he heard the doorbell ring, he would run and hide under the table, the kitchen table. It was just too much. And I was trying to find someone that would work with him, like a a child psychiatrist or something to help him get out of that. And every person I went said, oh, well, he's too young. I can't work with him. But I did find this one lady and they did what was called a child play. Uh, they would play out his experience. Wow. wow. You know? And so anytime he would watch uh, television that had like a bad guy in it, he would throw popcorn at him. Aww. I don't know, you know, when we were eating and when we were watching, you know, the movies. And so I kept telling Grayson because he would watch TV and do all these infra commercials for us. You know, he knew exactly. And I said, well, Grayson, you are really good at that. Would you like to take some acting classes and maybe be on TV? He said, no, I'm okay. You know, he didn't really want to do that at the time. So uh, back in, I think it was the summer of 2012, um, Space Warriors were was being filmed at the Space and Rocket Center. And the there was a, a kid named Grayson Russell. He's the redheaded kid from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. He's also from Clanton, Alabama. Oh. And he was going to do, um, um, he did this event at the Monaco in Alabama. And people could come watch the movie with him, meet him. 
And so Grayson met him. So it was Grayson and Grayson. They're both redheaded and they just clicked. And so Grayson Russell said, hey, we're filming Space Warriors. Want you to come by and just be a background. And he said, I'd love to. So I took him and he fell in love with it. He even took a friend of his to go with him to do background. And his friend was like, oh, I can't do this. It's, you know, it's repetitive. You know, they filmed the same old, same old, but Grayson fell in love with it. So after that, I took him to do acting classes at a local um, uh, acting company in Alabama called Hollywood Huntsville, run by Bill and his wife, Ayoka Building. Um, and they, he started taking classes and loved it. So Grayson started, I started applying him for um, you know, roles and stuff that we seen right. on Actors Active because he didn't have an agent or a manager at the time. Well, Bill's agent out of New Orleans said, I love this kid. Aww. And so he, he went and auditioned for a role in a movie called Camping Buddies. And it was with, if y'all remember, Green Acres. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember that okay. show. <laughs> okay. Tom Lester, who plays a uh, Abe on that show. You okay. remember the... And, and they fell in love with him, and he booked his first role oh, wow. in, May, in May of 2013. And from there, we're calling him from Atlanta and New Orleans. And so it just kind of grew and grew. And so in October... It was October of 15. We met a manager in, in Los Angeles and we came out here and for two weeks, Grayson was nonstop oh, wow. taking all, you know, interviews, auditions, everything. Wow. And they said, I think, I think you should move out here. And we were like, oh, this is, you know, all of our family was back in Alabama so when we went home in November, I applied for some jobs because my profession is an engineer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I've worked for the Army uh, engineering for 20 plus years. So I started applying for jobs in Los Angeles and I got one in like two weeks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so it was like the Beverly Hill Billies, you know, we were packing <laughs> up everything and we yeah. moved to LA. <laughs> right. And my husband worked for NASA. So he resigned to stay home with Grayson. So, and you know, it is like three times the amount out here. Absolutely. In yeah. Los and it was so hard, you know, but we had a good manager. Daniel Rojo started, him and he was his manager and we signed with Nick Rose's Pantheon. So they had always um, encouraged him and they got the first month we moved here in January of 2016, Grayson had to go sag. He booked two TV series and a movie in this first month. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So as we were here, Grayson was like, Mom, I see a lot of my friends doing like red carpets and I really want to see about doing like PR. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I got him in with Studio Matrix, uh, Wendy Shepard. But she did, uh, she got him verified 
you know, Instagram and Facebook, and she did a lot of interviews, but she didn't really do any of the red carpet, you know, where they go and meet other people. Right. And I said, oh, well, I'll try to find somebody. So Grayson signed with, um, it was Actors Imaging PR and really, really liked her. So he did that for a few months, but then my grandmother who raised me got really, really sick. And she was like 97 at the time. And I was having to fly back and forth from Alabama to LA. And at the time we just really could not afford what PR, how much PR was here in Los Angeles. Right. I mean, it's like 500 and one person told me 3,500 a month. And I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? So I started researching PR and then I made a company GTK, which stood for Grace and Thorn Kilpatrick. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And I started, yeah. And I started seeing these events and I started submitting him to it. So he was getting into bigger events at the time then who his PR was. And she was like, can you send me their contact? (laughs) And I was like, well, sure. I'm, you know, from the South, we always try to help each other. Absolutely. And I've always tried to keep that even living here. You know, anytime anybody needs help, I always try to pitch in and to help them. That's true. That's true. So Grayson started getting a lot of events. And then some of his friends was like, well, could you help us? I was like, sure. And I started doing the PR, you know, on the side of my engineering. And it was starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so then I went and got an LLC for GTK PR. And um, then I started helping them. And they're like, well, you've got to start charging us. And I said, I know, but you're friends. I just feel kind of strange. But I was. I was spending a lot of money in gas money. And so I started charging them like a hundred dollars a month, just enough to get gas money to go to these events. And then it just kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, now I've got like 50 clients. Wow. wow. And they're like in Los Angeles here, the Southeast. I have one in London and I have a, a several in New York. Oh, that's amazing. That is. Yeah, and so then I went and I got my, now the state of California, you have to have a permit to work with kids under 18 on the red carpet. And so I was like, okay, tell me what I need to do. So I did that and, you know, my permit was like $250 and I was like, oh, right, (laughs) Right. you know, and, you know, some of my clients, I I told them at the beginning of this year, I was going to have to start you know, charging maybe $150, you know, to cover all my costs. Right. Well, then COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not, you know, I want to treat my clients like I would want my son to be treated. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I emailed everyone. I said, look, we're in COVID, you know, it's a social distancing. I'm not charging anyone anything. Wow. Wow. During this time. Oh my God. But I'll still... I'll still try to help you get interviews. It's just an email, right? Right. So I'll still do that. But during COVID, I know that a lot of you are out of work. You're, you know, and I just, I don't feel like that was right to do was to charge them. So I didn't charge them. I just now started like in August 
charging maybe fifty dollars. Oh my god! Just a, you know, just or or a hundred. You know, it depends on what I have to do for them. Right. right. So um, I did. Like if I had to do press releases, I do a hundred because it's it's like fifty dollars to do a press release. So I started doing stuff like that because I wanted it to be, I wanted to be able to help people. Absolutely. It is a business. It is a business. And I eventually want to build up to that again, but it's all about helping people. And I was really, I tell you, it was really, it turned my stomach on some that I seen that were struggling so hard to have PR and there's some PR agencies that that still charge them in COVID eight hundred, you know, six hundred to eleven hundred oh, a month. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't want to be like that. Right. I right. don't want to be not, you know, gouging them, and they're barely staying above water. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. You're setting so, yourself apart. Yeah. I hope so, and and I hope that. You know, my clients see it, and I really try to work for them. And during COVID, I contacted this um, escape room. It was out of uh, Philadelphia. And I said, hey, how about doing a Zoom with them? Oh, that's cool. And at least letting them do something, you know, keeping their name out there. Um, and the kids were just like, they were they nothing to do. They were just staying at home. They were going crazy. Right, right. <laughs> So we did a, an escape room with them. And then a few weeks later, I seen other PR agency contacting them and doing it. Oh, wow. You know, you know, and then trying to do something, social distancing. So this whole time I've been trying to find, uh, you know, new ways to be able to help them. And of course it's been Zoom. Right. Right. You know, <clears throat> But I still just been charging them fifty to a hundred dollars just to be able to, um, you know, do some things. But I work. I'll be honest. During the day, I work my engineering job, and then after I clock off, I'll work till three or four o'clock in the morning. Wow! wow. Now that's dead. You know, yeah. you know, just to make sure that I keep their names out there. You know, to keep them um, when when this does open up, they still have interviews during this time. They still have all that stuff, you know, and of course the most important is, you know, their agents and, you know, getting them out there to book. And I'm, and a lot of my clients has booked voiceover. And so I've been putting posters out there just to keep their names, you know, in the social media arena. Right. That's right. true to get them, you know, even though everything's kind of shut down, slowly opening up, hopefully soon, um, once COVID yes. is taken care of. Yeah. But. You know, yes. You know, and I hope so, because, you know, Grace's birthday is April Fool's. Uh, <laughs> so we had we had this huge party with Getty planned for him, oh. you know, to come in and to do. And we bought all this. You know, he wanted an Italian. He is. His dream is to go to Italy one day and just do. And so I had everything planned, you know, this event. I had turned it into a little Italy. Oh, that's awesome. And some of his really close, close friends was doing an escape room. And then they were going to come to the event. And 
um, a friend of mine, Diana Foster, she started doing PR. So she's got a bunch of A-listers, um, Akira Ebots. You know, she had Tom Sizemore, Baylene. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, and all of, the, you know, and Robert Lasardo and had people that was going to fly in from New York. You know, just oh, a surprise, cool. Grayson. Wow. And then COVID hit. Right. Yeah. So we still have all the candy, oh, and we are still going to do it. It just might be his sweet 17th right. birthday. Right. Exactly. 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 Wow. That's- but, you know, we have really good friends here, and I am just thankful, you know, for Diane, because we've just been really close. She started her PR, you know, just like the same time that I did. Uh-huh. And we just, oh, have you heard about this event? Oh, no, I haven't. Have you heard about this? So we just go back and forth and just try to help each other. That's what it's, that's where it's at. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing yes. story. It's kind of like your son catapulted your new career. Yeah. He really did. He really did. And then <clears throat> I still work for the Air Force. Right. Right. During the day. And then I do this business on the side. And one of my clients, um, his mother is a graphic designer, and she said, hey, um, your graphics are awful. I don't like them. (laughs) And it was, and when I first started, it was like, Grayson is a huge Rubik Cuber. Okay. I mean, he's got hundreds of Rubik's Cube. He can solve a Rubik's Cube in seconds. Wow. wow. So I started off on a Rubik's Cube, and on each of the sides, I had put GTK, and it did look kiddish. Really, it did. Uh-huh. So she said, let me please fix that for you. And so she sent me all these designs, and I said, oh, that don't look like me. It looks new. I'm old. I need <laughs> vintage. <laughs> and she said, oh, my God, you've got to come up in the in, in this century. I said, I know, but I don't want to. So she fixed me like an old Hollywood right. theme. Right. And it's gorgeous. And I loved yeah, it. it. it I loved it. It is gorgeous. And she is she is like the best. So I'm just I'm just thankful of all the people that I've met and has helped me, you know, right. to be able to get into these events because getting into the events is not for GTK. It's for the clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people forget it's not about your company. It's about the client. You no, know, it's about the clients. Who are you really doing this for? And kind of in that vein, um, since it is mm-hmm. about the clients, why would you recommend all actors and models and singers, you know, anybody in the entertainment industry, why would you recommend that they do get a PR person to help them out? Yeah, um, I think it's really important because now social media has just taken over. Right. Right. You know, and Instagram, I tell all of my clients, Instagram is king. And that's one thing that you have to do because when I submit my clients to events, the first thing they ask me, um, can you send me their link to Instagram? Right. They want to see those numbers and they want to see them because they know if you go to this event, then you're going to post on social media. Mm-hmm. And if you have a large following, a lot of people's going to know about this event. Right. Right. So <clears throat> it is very, very important for social media. And it's, I have noticed a lot of people have 
gotten booked because of social media. That's true. That's true. And, and it's sad because it should be on their talent. Right. Right. What they can do and not their numbers. And I feel bad because I, you know, I research and I look at a lot of these kids on Instagram and they're buying their, their following and they're buying that Instagram check mark. Right. Right. You know, they want to be verified. And I see all these companies out there that's charging an enormous amount to get verified. 5,000, 7,000. And I tell my clients, you do not want to buy any followers. You don't, you want yours to be real. Once you start purchasing those, you got to start purchasing likes on your feed. Yeah. yeah. You got to start. And I said, when is the money going to stop? Because you don't want to do the pay to play. That's true. It's what yeah. you're, you want to know that you got this part because you were good enough to be in that. Yeah, exactly. And and when you book that big event or that big role, people are going to start following you. That's true. You know, true. they're going to start. Because when Grayson got on uh, Chicken Girls, he got like 15,000 followers wow. in like two days. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. And it was shocking to me because people were calling me because my phone number was linked to his account. Because it was monitored by us, right? Uh-huh. Right. And so people were calling me looking for Grayson. I said, oh, my God. I got to fix this. You're like, let yeah. me take the phone you number know? off right now. <laughs> yes. I got to take it off now. My phone was blowing up. So it is what, you, you know, when you, when you book that one thing, you know, you're going to have the following. Right. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to be slow. And I always tried to tell all of my clients, and I send an email to them, um, hey, please welcome this new client. Please follow them. Because I think it's good within my company that everybody supports GTK. That's true. That's true. That's true. I, I want it to, and I always say welcome to the family because being from the South, right. that's how I yeah. feel. That when I take you on as a client, you're my, you're family. You family. So let's support. Yes, and let's support each other. So if someone books something and I post, oh, congratulations on your booking, I want everybody in my company to support them and congratulate them. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You know? Yeah. So public relations is an important part of an entertainer's career. So as a professional, what are some of the pitfalls that you see people falling into? Um, I see people falling into going out and trying to purchase yeah you know you're following they get into this they have to be famous they have to be famous you know and i have seen kids you know post oh i'm at 50k and then a week later they're already at 100k well how did you do that you're not on anything right you haven't (laughs) we're in COVID. how in the world did you get that many you know and then i see them doing these and, and I'm from the South, so please <laughs> excuse me on this. But I see these TikTokers and these girls, beautiful girls, but 13 and 14-year-old doing things they shouldn't be doing until they're in their 20s. Right. right. You know, these dances is just, they're vulgar. But that's just how I was raised. Right. Right. You know, there's just, um, I just... If I had a daughter and I had seen her, she would have gotten a whooping. <laughs> I'm just saying it. 
you know, and I tried to tell my clients, don't be doing these dances and all this shaking your hiney thing. It, you know, it. I, I understand it, and they're trying to be famous, but it just, I don't know. It's just me being from the South. Right. And the right. pitfalls that I see is Grayson has went to big auditions at Universal, Sony. You know, he was up for the role of, he was on hold for like two months for it. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and um, an acquaintance we know that it's from the Southeast booked that role. And I'm, you know, been friends with his mom, Jeremy Ray Taylor. But he was like a year and a half older than Grayson. And Grayson is short okay. at the time, you know. And he was very much taller and, you know. I'm just, I, I gave him a congratulations because we were proud of him. Right. right. You know, I don't, I don't, I just, you know, I don't feel that jealousy. I'm just proud of everybody. Right. Right. And it, yeah. it, yes. And if I see a role in Actors Access that would be great for one of my clients or even someone who's not, I send it to them. Exactly. You know, exactly. but I see the pitfall I see is everybody is trying to get into these events. They, they it's like they're chasing Getty. Right. You know, right. Getty is big and you want to get a picture with Getty. Yeah. You do. Yeah. That's just very, very important. But I have seen kids who's come to an event, they get their Getty and they leave to get to that next event to get Getty. Wow. And and you know, I tell my kids and all my clients, you want Getty, but you don't want to chase Getty. You want Getty to chase you. That's true. That's true. That's true. And and getting all these Getty pictures and getting them posted, what is it? Look at the people who's got thousands of Getty pictures. What are they doing? That's true. That's true. And I think a lot of the followers may not even know what Getty is. Yeah. You know, they're just like, oh, it's another awesome picture. So yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that definitely yes. is. So, like, in that vein, we talked about the pitfalls. What are some of your general recommendations for people to increase their brand image in, you know, a positive light? Yeah, I, I, I like to talk to each of my clients individual. And I like to find out their personality. What is stuff that they like? What is stuff that they feel strong about as far as their charities and, you know, anything like that so i'll just take with grayson first because he is a big rubik's cuber right. he loves rubik's cube well, grayson's charity is called eli's block party oh. back in alabama grayson played peewee football oh wow okay and he played with this sweet kid his name was eli williams well while he was playing football at the end of football he was diagnosed with brain cancer oh and he fought very, very hard. And he loved Mustang, you know, the the car. Yeah. And his father worked for Ford. And they were raising money for St. Jude's. And it was Eli's block party, you know. And Eli, even when he was so sick, he went to these events to raise money for other kids. Wow. Wow. And he was such, I just, I just can't tell you how sweet Eli was. But Eli will forever be 12. Aww. You know, him and Grayson was the same age. They're the same age. And Grayson just, 
he he's got he does have a kind heart you know he if if he thinks someone needs something grayson will be the first one to get that for you and i always want him to be that way right you know and he is very strong in eli's block party and so he always tries to raise money for saint jude's and he's currently on a, a team with another actress um, a Netflix show called The Big Show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Her name is uh, Lily O'Brien. Uh-huh. And so they're on that. But all my other clients, like Rico Anderson, he's a huge Star Trek. He's been in tons of Star Trek. You know? Oh, wow. <clears throat> and so each person is individual. I have Eric Shewitt. Eric Shewitt and our family has just become like family now. Right. right. So we're very Eric was at Juilliard. Oh wow. And he he is just such an amazing kid. He sings opera or did and he traveled oh to Italy where Grayson is like, Oh dude, I am so jealous, you know. <laughs> Tell him I'm jealous. And, yeah. Yes. And now uh Eric, he still does his music, but he's more into the acting and they just moved here like two weeks ago. We went over there, we helped him Oh, unload their truck. My husband can barely walk, you know, right. <laughs> all hunched over. <clears throat> and anytime they need something, it's like family. And we're so glad they moved here because it's like, oh, you know, we didn't have that family connection. That's true. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> Except for another friend of Grayson's, Norton Lupin, who I do, you know, I do uh, PR for as well. And their family has become like our family. You know, so anytime you see Grayson, you're going to see Norton and Eric, oh, that's awesome. you know, and they all support each other. And that's what I want. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think if you're under a team, if you're an umbrella under a team, the biggest thing that you can do is support each other because, you know, you're all mm-hmm. growing. That's true. Yes. And, you know, growing is the big thing because I appreciate that. Because uh, Grayson's manager had been his manager for like seven years, Daniel Rojo. And he was like, Sherry Grayson is so good. He has got it. You know, and I hear that from people. But, you know, as a mom, I have to step back and say, okay, does he really right. have what it takes to be here? I mean, I think he does, but I'm I'm biased. Right. right. You know. That's true. You and. And Daniel said, Sherry, he needs to go to that next level. And I don't know if I can get him to that next level with, you know, and we had met this, this lady, her name is Terry Markle and a friend of Grayson. Um, her name is Stella Smith. She's in, um, the CW show star girl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they are really, really close. And she said, why don't you, meet with my manager she has cohen entertainment and grayson has always been like no no i can't leave daniel he's like an uncle to me we're like family and when grayson thinks of you as family he is dedicated to you oh wow you know and so i had a talk with daniel and daniel was like sherry really i will always be in grayson's corner but i care for grayson and i think he needs to go to the next level so uh, two weeks ago, Grayson signed with Cohen. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, and we're thankful. But, you know, I'm just thankful for all the people that we have here. I just I just can't tell you, you know, with Eric's family, 
Norton's family. I tell you, it has been so hard here, you know, because it's such a competitive right. industry. And I tell you, I've gotten down, really down, because Grayson has is on hold for this huge movie and old hold for this and then don't book it. And Grayson's like, okay, that's fine with me. You know, you just move on, Mama, because his friend in Alabama, his name is Danny Vincent, and he films all over the Southeast. And he told Grayson, he said, you can't get down, dude. You have to go into that in audition. You have to do the very best you can. And after it, you have to say, okay, on to the next. Right. You cannot right. let it get you down. That's true. And Grayson has done that. And then Grayson is really good friends with Alpha Trevet in um, the Southeast. And he films everything. And, you know, sometimes when he gets down, he said he goes and looks at, at uh, Danny and Alpha's post. And they're always so positive. He just feels better uh-huh. when he sees that. Right. And he says, Mom, they tell me I'm going to make it. And I feel like I will. And I said, Grayson, you will. When that right, that role comes that's meant for you. Exactly. It will happen. Exactly. And when you don't get it, I know you get down, I get down. I don't want him to know I get down. Right. Right. But I have to go and do my cry fest. And then I call Julie, you know, Eric Small. And I said, will we ever make it? I don't know. And she said, okay, stop. He is. He's good, Sherry. <laughs> you know, and then I'm okay. And then I, you know, I just don't want Grayson to see that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I know he will because I just feel like all these people that keep telling him he's good, he's good, you know. And I feel, I feel that he will make it eventually. It's just got to be at that time. Absolutely. And you have to make sure when you move here, if, you know, you move here, don't listen to all. There is a ton of mom group, and I appreciate them. But sometimes you have to step back and think, are they really telling me good advice? Right. right. Or are they telling me because he's up for the role that their kid's up for? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to have to be honest with you. It was a culture shock moving here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Grayson filmed outcast in South Carolina with, uh, Maddie McGraw and she, all of her brothers and sisters are, are doing stuff, you know, Maddie and her sister, um, Violet, you know, have done a lot of Netflix, have done a lot in Outkast and now Disney. And their mom has just been just a true person. I don't know how to explain that true. I mean, you know, when we got here, uh, Maddie was doing a video with Gucci Mane. Okay. And black bear and grayson has never been into that rap music right right you know grayson is kind of an old soul is what i call it (laughs) he likes marty robinson he likes mr ed he watches that show constantly his ringtone when he calls me is mr ed oh that's so funny (laughs) i remember you know and so yeah yeah and he never has been into that um the rap music you know, or mm-hmm. anything. It's not because he didn't want to. He just didn't listen to it. It just wasn't his. Yeah. He's just, 
he's old for his age, right? Uh -huh. So they, she called me and said, hey, would Grayson like to be in that video? And I said, okay, sure. And didn't know what it was. And it went on iTunes and it, it just, he's on the cover oh, with wow. Maddie and her sister. And they dressed him up like the Van Trapp. Oh my God, yes. that's awesome. So Grayson, you can see, you can see with her. And that's what I'm saying. You need to, when you move here, make you know, sure that you're in that with a true person. Right. Right. You know, like Maddie's mom is just, oh, I, you know, I talk to her on Facebook, you know, every once in a while now, but she was just the, I appreciate everything people do for Grayson. That's what I mean. <laughs> you know, and, and, and Eric's mom and then Norton's mom and all these moms who have just been so good to us. I just can't tell you how much I appreciate, you know, them being a true friend to Grace. Absolutely. That's what I meant. Now, now as a, oh, oh, okay. a publicist, kind of what is the one most important thing that you have learned just in general about yourself and the business? Oh, <clears throat> well, let me see how to say this correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's going to be times when my clients just want to get into this one event like Instascape or it's, it's such a big event. And I tell you, I hate when I have to tell them that they were declined. And I tell you, it hurts my heart to have to tell them. And when I submit my clients to event, I submit them all. Right. I don't, I love Grayson. You know, that's why I started this. But I love all my clients. Right. And I, anytime an event comes up, I submit them all without, you know, but I, I tell you what's hard on me is I see, and, it, and I'm not trying to say it in a bad way. Right. Right. I'm trying to say that. But some of these other PR that they, I'm, I'm trying to see how to say it correctly. Um, they have, they've made a name for themselves already. And sometimes they pay to get into certain events and I will not do that. Right. Right. Because to me, I want to keep my name good. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to keep my ethics. Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. And I've had a PR, you know, one or two to, you know, to talk to me. And say, well, you're going to have to pay to get in it. That's what we do. And I'm like, absolutely not. What? I will not do that. I want my clients to get in there because they know that they did something good enough to get into that event. And I want to go and make sure that they get on the carpet. Because I have, when you get on the carpet, the red carpet, you have to do a check-in. And I check all my clients in. And you've got some PRs that will go, will cut in line and go in front. Wow. Because they think, yeah. And to me, being from the South, it's rude. Yeah. It's inconsiderate. And I have like two that does that. Um, and they want their kids' pictures front and center. Well, their kids are just like my kids, you know. I, anytime I see they've done something, I support them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I had, 
And I tell you what was really heartbreaking for me is when I first started this, um, Grayson had a picture with the Young Artist Awards. Okay. And I support any of them. And there's a lot of moms who hate the Young Artist Awards from way back of the Corey Feldman decade, which they're not that anymore. You know, they, the young artists are just, they care about the kids. Right. right. And it's not what it used to be. And they make sure their kids are safe. So I really respect them. And there was a picture I had posted. And I, I'll tell you, it was my almost my first picture as GTK. And I had a PR lady to reach out to me and tell me that I needed to take that down immediately because oh, wow. it had one of her kids in it. Uh-huh. And I was like, but they're friends. I, I'm not trying to take your clients or anything. I would never, you know, do anything like that. I'm just, you know, since Grayson was in it, he's my client. I support everyone. And she was like, well, this is not etiquette. You need to take it down immediately. And I have tried my best to be nice to her at events. And it's it's like, um, I just can't get through to her. You know what I mean? Right. And she's just so mean to people. And I've seen her be mean to kids. And I was like, no, <laughs> you've crossed the line now. You, you know? Yeah, you can't be mean you to can't. children. And it, it doesn't matter to her. And I'm like, I just feel so bad when I see stuff like that going on. But then I don't want to hurt my kids from getting into events, right? Right. So I just try to be extremely nice and cordial and and I don't wish anything bad on anybody. You know what I mean? And I always want everybody to be able to get, but why can't we just work together? Why can't I, you know, send you some events? You send me the events and we help the kids. Right, right. That's what it should be for the kids. And and I tell you, that was hard for me. That was really, really hard coming from the South and seeing that happen. You know, and and it it was just really hard to be able, okay, you're in Hollywood now, Sherry. You know, it's a cut cutthroat business. Yeah. And I yeah. get that, but I don't want that to be what I'm known for. Right. That's right. You know, Want that to define you. Yeah. On that note, we're going to take a bit of a commercial break. Okay. Sherry, would you stay with us to do a fun round next? Yes, of course I will. Okay, guys. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back, guys. And if you have not downloaded the Anchor.fm app. Do it. Do it and start making your own podcast today. All right. Sherry, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. All right, let's get into the next round of questions. We're going to get into the fun round. Okay. So what is your favorite city? Oh, my favorite city? Like here in California or just anywhere? Anywhere. anywhere. Oh, Savannah. Savannah, Georgia. I would love to go to Savannah. Yeah. I think it would be. I love Savannah. Okay. I do. Me and my husband went there several times. Um. Brought break. Uh, we had a funny story that we brought Grayson back from Savannah on our anniversary, on our third anniversary oh, trip. <laughs> if you weren't doing PR, what else would you be doing? Hmm. 
I think I would, well, I would still be working as an engineer, for right. sure. And I think I would like to do uh, casting, actually. I think that, that looks fun. Yeah, I would like to learn more about casting. I do not, I don't think I would want to be a talent agent or a talent manager, but I think casting looks fun. Like, because like I was telling you, I look on Actors Access, and if I see a part I think is good for someone, I just send it to them. Hey, look at this. Has your agent or manager put you in for this? Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, casting would be fun. Yeah, I think it would. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to learn more about that. Yeah. PR agents have to handle a lot of situations. So what has been the funniest situation you've ever had to be in? Uh, the funniest situation, let's see. Um, I think it was probably, you know, you, I've got a lot of kids under 18. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So I tell them, please, I know that y'all are very honest, but you have to watch what you say, (laughs) you know, you know, in certain times and you have to, you know, every time you're in the public eye. You have to watch that because our society, as you know, has gotten to be very politically correct. Right. Right. And even though you think what you're saying is okay, you're not thinking about it. Right. Right. And and you just have to be very, very censored on what what you say. And a lot of these kids, you know, I see what they're saying on these uh, live interviews and I'm like oh my god what did you just do (laughs) you know and I'm like oh they're kids maybe the industry will understand (laughs) you know these are kids you know and I'm like dude and Grayson is my first one I go after because you know he doesn't think about what he says or what he does he's 16 you know and I said he can't I say this to all of my 16 year olds you know, uh-huh. most 16, most 16 year olds, they're not thinking about what they're saying. They can barely walk and <laughs> be on their phone and chew gum at the same time. So I tell them never, get, never talk politics, religion, nothing that's serious. Right. Everything right. that you need to do is positive, positive, because y'all have not got the mind, especially my boys. Right. right. You know, I mean, some things that my boys do, and I'm going to tell it. <laughs> I'm going to tell it. This was the Norton and the Grayson thing. We went to the Gen Z um, event, uh-huh. which was at Great Wolf Lodge. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to say boys will be boys. So Grayson and Norton was in their swimsuit. They went swimming there. So we got back to the hotel room. So we let, uh, I had a room with Norton's mom and then Grayson and Norton had their room. Don't do that. (laughs) I'm going to just tell people, don't, don't let your, there needs to be an adult in a room. Okay. (laughs) Well, I heard them laughing and I said, Rachel, do you want to go look this time? Or she said, I don't have the, I don't have the strength. I said, okay, I'll do it. I went in. And Grayson was in the in the shower in his swim trunks <laughs> and shirt, 
eating a donut and drinking a root beer and Norton was filming it. Wow. And they've posted it somewhere and they think that's just the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, dude, what did y'all just do? And so we went on another trip and we let them have a room. And I said, I hope they didn't do the donut thing again. You know, and I seen donuts in the room. And when I went to pack some of Grayson's clothes, I found wet swim trunks in the um, uh, the hotel drawer. Oh my god! I like they did it. They did it again. Look oh at this. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm just watching in you know his YouTube to see that one pop up. Oh, that's gonna be okay. funny. <laughs> okay. You know, it's just their voice. Yeah. yeah. You know, they don't. But I don't know how they can't think to do certain things you know boys will be boys (laughs) (laughs) i'm right here i'm right here i know but you are a smart boy Uh, thank you you're very very smart for a teenager (laughs) (laughs) if you could only take five things to desert island what would they be oh an air conditioner would be my first one absolutely uh, I do not do this warm weather stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I need it 60 degrees. <laughs> um, so if I had to be on an island, I'd have to have an air conditioning first. Um, I'd have to have my two uh, teacup pomeraniums with me. Oh. Uh, Cinnamon, Grace, and Henry. Um, gosh. I'm having to go back to my lost days. <laughs> like, what did they have on the island? <laughs> yeah, they had nothing. I need electricity. Yeah. I don't know. I would like Grayson to be there and all of his fr- all of our friends to be there. That sounds great. On a desert island. I think that would just be great. That'd be like a party island. Family, yeah. you know. Yes, Eric's family and Norton's family and just everybody that we love in one place and not have to worry about, oh, did we do something wrong? Did we have, you know, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's just, it's just fun. Yeah. It's just family. You're just with there with people that you know, that love you and you love them and you're just no worries, you know? Absolutely. 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 With the air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, me first say that. <laughs> yeah. Which movie do you think should have had a sequel? Ooh, which movie should have had a sequel? Oh, wow. Um, there's so many. Well, yeah, there's so many, but I will have to tell you, and I like dumb movies. Let me just say that. <laughs> These are not the movies that would win an Academy Award or an Oscar or anything like that. You know, uh, but Grayson loves Chris Farley. He was like his, his everything, you know, and, and we watch all that stuff. But there was a movie called Almost Heroes that had Chris Farley and Matthew Perry in it. Oh, wow. And I think this was actually Chris Farley's last movie. Oh. Okay. And I wish it had a sequel, you know, to have more of him. Because Grayson just, uh, you know, that is his, him and Robert, Robin Williams. Oh, wow. Was wow. his, 
his ultimate people. And you know, Chris Farley Grayson did a short film of living in a van down by the river, um, honoring Chris Farley. Wow, because wow. he definitely does yeah. resemble him. He does. Yeah. I can. See he that. does, and he acts like him. You know a lot. Oh, so, wow. you know. Yeah, I think it would have to be one of Chris Farley's movies because my favorite movie of all time is Christmas Vacation. I watch it all the time. Is that the one with all three um, of you? What's his name? Oh. Steve Martin? No. No. Wait. No, no. It Chevy Chase. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Christmas one, yeah, you know. I remember that. One. All the family comes in. I just, I don't know. When I'm down and I feel bad, that's the first movie I go to and watch. That's, that's a funny, funny one. That is. Just- yeah. Describe your ideal client. My ideal client. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I'll have to go. I think it was one that um, Action just interviewed Paul Anthony. Oh, yes. Um, he is awesome. His interview. I have to awesome. say, he is the most positive person you could ever meet. And he he has, you know, he was with Full Force, right. you know, right. back in the 90s. He is always looking for that next person to support, to help them to get, you know, to do their music or acting. And I keep telling him, Paul, you are so good. Let's work on you because you are your best client. Because, you know, Paul survived cancer twice, you know. Amazing. But he has this energy that if you're down, if you feel bad, I pick up the phone. I said, hey, Paul, what are you doing? Make me feel better. You know, and he has got this energy about him. He is just the most positive person. And so I would want his energy for all my clients because I get texts from him at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, of course, I'm up because he knows I'm always working. Uh But his mind is always working. Hey, I got this idea. What do you think? That's great. And it's great. That is great. You know, and and I would encourage all of my clients to look to his positive energy. This is a man who who had, you know, who was in a a Grammy-winning full force, oh, yeah. you know, and then he did movies. Uh, I mean, a culture, I mean, that, that movie full house, I mean, full, uh, house party, oh, yeah. house party was made. People still watch that now. Oh yeah. Oh, That's yeah. just an iconic movie. And I watch it with him and I laugh cause you know, he's a bully in that movie, but that's not Paul. Oh, that's awesome. And, and he, after going through this, cancer and he supports he's got a foundation for cancer you know right. and yeah. he he is so positive and he's always texting me oh sherry i found this person what do you think about repping them you know and i would say that's what i would want with every single client that they have this positive outlook and you know i have to be honest there's some clients that i have taken in the past that i don't think you know, would make it right in this business, but they want it so bad. I help them and I don't even charge some of them because I just, I just feel like that they're trying so, 
You know what I mean? They're trying yeah. so hard and they believe in it so much. I just pray for them that they make it. And so when I see them, I, I look through my list on acting coaches and, you know, people that I think could help them. Right. And I said, hey, you know what? Don't worry about paying me this month. Uh, I didn't really see anything, you know, out there, you know, like Dr. Eric uh, Merriweather, you know, I, I have him in the Southeast and he is a gold medalist. Wow. Wow. He, he made his own foundation. He got an award from President Obama. I mean, and he's an actor. That's so awesome. Yeah. You know, I think if you could take you know, Eric Merriweather's, and then uh, you could take Paul, and you could spread that to everybody, I think that would just be amazing. Don't stop. Just keep on. Okay, you know, you have a lot of kids who parents cry calling me. Oh, the manager just dropped him. Well, that's fine. He wasn't, he didn't see what you see in your child let's look somewhere else and i try to help them and i try to you know get them with this manager or get them with this talent agent i don't charge them to do that because i wouldn't want them to do it to me if it was me in their position absolutely absolutely okay so what is one thing that you want your audience to know about you oh i want them to know that i really I care for all of my clients. Yeah. yeah. I want to help all of my clients. And yeah, I do charge, but I mean, I'm up 18, 20 hours a day. Wow. Wow. You know, and if they believe in them, I will believe in them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And as long as you have a positive outlook and you truly want this, then come see me. I'll, I'll do whatever I can to help you, right. you know, and I'm so, I'm just, I'm, I know I keep saying this. I'm just so thankful, you know, like Grayson's new manager, Cohen, she's been sending me clients. Wow. Wow. And, you know, and I mean, I'm just so thankful to everybody who helps me and helps Grayson. I mean, I just signed Bo Mitchell. He's a reoccurring from Cobra Kai. Oh my wow. gosh. We watched that show in a day. We watched, yeah, we did. We watched Cobra all Kai in one day. All two did seasons. you really? Yeah. Because we he did all the season two. He's in it. You know, Bo Mitchell is in it. And he is such a nice kid. Wow. wow. Well, I say kid. He's 22. I'm much, much older. <laughs> but <laughs> that but he is just and and he reminds me of Grayson in a way if you look at him. And he skateboards. He's got his own business, you know, doing these stunts on skateboards. And I'm like, dude, you've got that great positive energy. I just love it. That is so cool. So where can people find you on social media? They can find me on Instagram at GTK PR Talent. Or they can find me Twitter. I'm GTK underscore PR. And Facebook, I'm gtkpr talent so yeah just shoot me an email i'm just gtkpr talent at gmail.com and i try to help everyone all right well, and if i can't help you if i can't help you i'll tell you who can awesome that's awesome okay. guys make sure you go follow sherry and if you are in need of pr talent please 
take her up on her yep, offer. Absolutely. Exactly. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today. We have enjoyed you. Oh, thank you so much. Well, as you can see, PR is essential to the success in the entertainment industry. Thank you to our guest, Sherry. That was a great interview. So stay tuned for next time, and I'm out. Peace.